What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I think it's so, so, so important to talk about. Today's episode is why you should not be watching porn, why you should not be consuming porn. This is extremely important to talk about. It needs to be screamed from the rooftops of our society um, and it is massively disheartening and an attack on humanity and womanhood and and all people that porn and sex work are being um uh, normalized in a way that is extremely out of control um however I will say that there is absolutely no shame for sex workers. There, I. This is a safe space for sex workers. This is not a safe space for the misogyny and patriarchy and consumption of human beings that allows sex work to be a thing. However, it is a safe space for sex workers who are extremely, um, you know, in difficult working conditions and sex work absolutely is work and it's actually extremely hard um, and takes a massive toll on your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your spiritual well-being and it is just a massive, massive um, uh, weight for sex workers. So, this is a safe space for sex workers. There's no shame in being a sex worker. There's no shame in having done sex work in the past. There is just absolutely no shame in it. However, we're going to be talking about why sex work as an industry, as something that we consume as consumers is absolutely horrific and needs to be stopped this instant. So let's get into it. So for you to consume porn, I'm not going to make it about all of sex work, but pretty much everything that I say is applicable to all of sex work. But um, so we're going to talk about specifically porn today. To consume porn, you absolutely have to dehumanize and objectify the people, specifically the women that you are watching. You cannot use them as you are just using them. You are using them from your own selfish, wounded desires to get off. Um, you are using your uh, these people to, for your own selfish, wounded desires. To use them in this way, which is extremely dehumanizing and objectifying, you have to put them as inanimate objects. You have to put them as below you. You cannot see um, these people 
as full human beings who are worthy of respect and safety and love and compassion and the fullness of life as sacred um, sons and daughters and theys and thems and everyone as, as children of God. You cannot see them as that if you are also going to consume them and use them and distort them. You cannot do that. So to use them, you have to... Um, objectify them and dehumanize them so that you're able to use them for your own selfish desires to get off on them. And this is a massive problem, specifically for men, but it's also a problem for women. It's even worse with men because men have more power when it comes to patriarchy. So when they are dehumanizing us and objectifying us and seeing us as nothing more than sexual objects to use to get off on as unworthy as um as not worthy of respect of all of these things that causes real result real real um what's the word real consequences for us however it also has um really terrible effects on women and on anybody else who also watches porn because to watch porn you have to dehumanize somebody else you have to see them as consumable if you do not see them as consumable you will not be able to consume them but you see them as consumable so you're able to use them and um and sexualize them and objectify them and if you're doing that to somebody else that is a massive 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 um oppression that you're putting onto someone else it's dehumanizing it's not right and it's it's just not okay and it's really setting our society back massively so um you so basically this first point that we're going into is basically that to to consume porn to watch porn you have to view somebody else specifically women you have to view another woman as less than yourself you have to view her not as who she really is you don't you can't view her as a full human being who is a sacred her you can't view her as her sexuality being sacred and worthy of respect and that her body is sacred and it should be shared with those who have loving embrace for her and loving touch for her and she deserves these loving um sacred touches the things that you deserve you can't give that to her because what you're doing is you're using her and you're consuming her and you're sexualizing her so you can't do that at the same time you can't see the truth when you're sexualizing objectifying and using her so um this is a massive problem And if you guys have watched or listened to my podcast that's called Eroticized Wounds or something like that, um, which is about, and if anybody who is listening to this podcast, they should go and you guys should go and listen to that podcast as well because it's about how we as individuals eroticize and fantasize and get turned on by our wounds because they are so painful and it's just kind of a natural response of our brain to cope until we go into that situation and we heal it and then we no longer need to sexualize and eroticize it but on top of that something else that we do is right now I would say the vast majority I would say probably 95% of society is coming from a massive sexuality wound we are really wounded sexually we don't know what true empowerment is And because of that, we're very easily manipulated. So when you go on porn, this is a very big issue because when you go on these porn websites, they have all of these wounded fantasies and disgusting and horrific and wounded um, uh, narratives and stories all right there for our consumption. And these things go into our minds and they infiltrate our brains and we then form an attachment to these things that we never even had attachments to in the first place. I was listening to Billie Eilish. I think that's how you say her last name. She was talking about how, you know, she said, you know, porn is a, as a woman, it is a disgrace that porn exists. And I completely agree with her. And she was talking about how when she was like 11 or 12, she was 
very into BDSM porn and she had was still a virgin. So by the time that she had sex, she was saying yes to all of these things that she had seen in porn that, you know, weren't authentic to her truth, to her, you know, real sexuality, to her sacred sexuality. But she was saying yes to them because she had seen them in porn and she got herself into very dangerous and harmful situations. And this is a real issue because a lot of people don't even have the discernment that Billie Eilish did as she got older where she said, you know, this isn't authentic to me. This is because I saw this online and I internalized it and I eroticized this abusive behavior, this BDSM that's extremely abusive. And then I allowed myself to get in these dangerous situations with men who wanted to take advantage of me and I created harm onto my own body because of these inauthentic things to me but what a lot of people do is they um they see these things online and their body becomes turned on by them because they have some sort of wound that resonates with it or simply because we are literally seeing like naked bodies of other people doing these odd fantasies that we've never thought of and they're not authentic to our bodies however they're infiltrating our minds they're not authentic to our sexuality and then we integrate them as part of our sexuality when they are we're never supposed to be part of our sexuality and this is where this whole thing with kink shaming comes in no nobody should ever be shamed for anything however however just because something physically turns you on doesn't mean that it's rooted in anything healthy in anything nourishing in anything safe and or in your sexuality this is the thing just because you are turned on by something that most likely is a wound doesn't actually mean that it's part of your authentic sexuality and this is the issue because people don't actually know what's their authentic sexuality because to do that they have to sit with their shadows they have to go revisit all the pain they've experienced they have to lovingly you know sit with themselves and go and love themselves and create these beautiful sexual experiences with themselves and feel all the pain that their yoni their vaginas have experienced and sit with it and alchemize it and they have to do all to get to your authentic sexuality you have to do all of those things and more most people have not done those things. And so then they think that these kinks are their true authentic sexuality when they actually have no idea what their true authentic sexuality is. So what porn is doing is it's making all of these things more easily consumable for people. And then people, as a, as a society, we are now led by men and then women have internalized it and think that it's empowerment when it's not um this thing with like all kinks are are great no that's not true that is not true all kinks are kinks they're they're there you can't deny them but they are not coming from healthy spaces. They're not your authentic sexuality. More likely than not, they're coming from a wounded experience that you had. Maybe you had a, you know, very wounded relationship with your father. And now you think that your kink is incestuous porn. Um, no, that's not your authentic sexuality. That's not your sacred sexuality. That's your wounds controlling you. That's you being controlled by your wounds. Do you want to be controlled by your wounds or do you want to be an empowered and liberated human being? But most of our society is controlled by their wounds, right? And we don't even know that we are. So, yeah, that's a really massive problem. I think the the ways that these things are talked about and then it's kind of almost like drug use, right? Like a long time ago when people are using drugs, I think that that's honestly similar to the way that we're talking about kinks and not kink shaming and, you know, celebrating everybody coming from this massively wounded space, right? It's kind of like drugs. Like a long time ago and whatever, people were probably like, you know, drugs feel good for me. They give me this hit for an hour and, you know, don't don't shame me for doing drugs. Don't shame me for doing this and that and the other. And the truth is there's no shame in it, but it is not healthy. It's not authentic. It's coming from a wounded space. And just because you have the um, artificial and wounded and not 
uh, rooted in truth experience of, you know, euphoria or happiness or not even that of pleasure, of a wounded pleasure for 30 minutes doesn't mean that this is okay, doesn't mean that this is um, healthy, doesn't mean that this is authentic to who you are. It means that you're being controlled by your wounds, that you're avoiding things, that you're allowing your eroticized wounds to take over. And in, you know, the case of drug use, it's you're coming from a really wounded space, you have trauma, it's, the, it's actually the same exact thing as this this kink conversation that we're talking about. Um, and right now, as a society, we're saying like, all kinks are fine. All and it's like, yeah, no, you know, it's there. There should be no shame, but we need to seriously sit with these things and allow people spaces to reconnect to their authentic sexuality and allow people the space to to heal and to come from an authentic space because your sexuality is your birthright. But you know what's not your birthright, um, and you know what's not positive and you know what's really really harmful is when society has convinced you that your sexuality is actually this wounded distortion that um, is very harmful to you and you can just hold that up as your sexuality and and other people are going to celebrate it no that's not your sexuality that's just a wounded distortion of it and what I'm interested in and what I hope that society becomes interested in is the authentic expression of other people's sexuality of your own sexuality Um, the celebration of returning back to yourself and um and really discovering what your authentic sexuality is apart from all of these wounds and another thing with porn is that it really takes us out of our feminine um because if you're first of all there's it's not possible to create sacred sexuality with yourself and to cultivate a space of sacred sexuality if you are watching porn And do you know why? It's because you're outsourcing your energy. Even if you watch porn that you think is really, you know, ethical and whatever, you are looking at a screen and sitting there and allowing your body to become turned on and then imposing this on your genitals and then using as you're staring at this screen of other people naked and other people that you don't know having sex and you are you know sexualizing these people and objectifying these people and viewing them as consumable and viewing them as sexual objects um, as you're doing that you're not able to drop into your feeling body it you cannot be in your feminine if you're watching porn femininity is about being in your feeling body You have to drop into your body and feel all of the sensations and be willing to sit with whatever comes up and create an erotic and sexual and beautiful and sensual space with yourself or with another, but you are really focused and dropped into your body. You, you just cannot do that. You will be in your thinking mind. You will be in your mind if you're out looking at, you know, a screen and using that to get off and of course you're also furthering this attachment to the idea that you know other people can be sexual objects that other people are consumable that other people are objects that other people are um you're sexualizing other people you're really harming other people if you're watching porn and then we also kind of say like we're like well you know it, you know somebody feels empowered by it like this sex worker feels empowered by it or we get, have the audacity to allow men this past to be misogynistic because watching porn is misogynistic through and through watching porn is misogynistic no matter who does it but when men do it it has more intrinsic power um with that misogyny because they have more social currency of power over us so when they watch porn it's more harmful and um so it's the audacity that we have how lost we are to tell men it's like similar to like hookup culture we're just excusing this misogyny from men by saying like oh you're empowering sex workers you're empowering sex workers and then of course men yeah great they get what the fuck they want they get to sexualize us and objectify us and use us and see us as nothing more than sexual objects and dehumanize us and label some women as as respectful and worthy of respect and other women as you know not worthy of respect 
and just sexual objects to use. Yeah, they get to do all that. And they also get women's support behind it. Yeah, they're really lucking out here, right? Because we're not holding anybody accountable. And, um, you know, if men, yeah, instead of telling a man that he's benefiting a woman by, you know, consuming her body and seeing her as a sexual object and paying her for that, say he pays for her OnlyFans or whatever, um, why... Uh, no, <laughs> what he could do if he cared about sex workers, which, you know, you can donate to their, their, um, their mutual funds. You can donate to their, their GoFundMe's. You can cash app them directly. If you care about a sex worker, don't fucking go and exploit her or him or them. Don't do that. Go and if you really want to donate money to them and give money to them and support them in their life, give them money directly without sexualizing and objectifying them. That would be really great. And why don't we start saying that to men? No, you're actually being extremely misogynistic by viewing her as consumable. But if you really care about that woman, send her money. Send her money without consuming her body. And that goes for every single person listening to this podcast and in the world. And I think that there is also a massive, you know, misunderstanding about survival sex work. A lot of sex workers, especially, um, you know, girls who do porn, most of the girls who do porn are not porn stars who are making, you know, not billions, but millions of dollars, whatever. Most of them are girls who are coming from a massively wounded space who are being manipulated by men and or who are doing survival sex work, which is when you have no other resources, no other money, and you feel like you have no choice. Is that something that we're going to support? Of course, we support the individual women always, but we're going to support as a society. Really, that's just misogyny. First of all, forcing women into sex work because they have no other options or, you know, manipulating women into um sex work because they are insecure or coming from a wounded space or you know really unhealed or really have a lot of trauma whatever that's really messed up and we're ignoring that so we can use women we are ignoring the reality of porn so that we can use and objectify and sexualize women and it is just so wrong and it just really makes me upset and something else uh, as far as survival sex work which is not just porn it has to do with all sex work the reason that survival sex work and sex work exist, the reason, listen closely, the reason, you know, that, um, that girl, that girl's account, she's like HR is HR something. She's like unhinged, but she says like, um, like you're coming to class or something like that. I need to say that on my podcast. Like, yeah, listen closely right now. We're going to class or you're coming to class or whatever. So anyway, listen closely right now. Um, the reason that sex work exists is because, Men have forgotten who they are. Men have rejected and um, violated and turned away from women. And as a result, we have become vulnerable. We have been exploited and women are actually having to turn to survival sex work. And then what do we do as a society? Making it really fucking easy for men, right? Because we, they turn away from us as a society and then, you know, they want to use us and sexualize us too. And now, you know, women too are saying, okay, that's okay. No, it's that's actually the worst possible thing you could do. You turn away from us as a whole. You violate us as a whole. And then some of us are forced into survival sex work. And then you are going to give them a pass. No, the only reason. And I actually got this um, this quote and this idea from this girl. I don't know her name, but her Instagram is Gatlacta. It's G-A-T. L-A-C-A and she is a former sex worker who speaks on this and I would also like to plug another former sex worker who speaks on these things her Twitter I mean her um TikTok and her Instagram is profit from trauma and she is just a absolutely wonderful human being and I love this girl so so much and she is so powerful and she um, was a um, prostitute and she left that and she um, is doing deep healing work and she is just such an amazing woman and I absolutely love her. So definitely check out her account, Profit From Trauma. Um, but anyway, 
Um, yeah, so I had gotten this, this quote or this idea and I really thought about it and I was talking to my boyfriend about it. We were really like going into this idea, um, that Gatlacta, her Instagram account that she had spoken on where she said survival sex work and sex, sex work in general only exists because men have forgotten who they are. What that means is that men have forgotten and have turned away from truly being emotional safe havens for women. That's what being masculine is. Masculinity is about safety and about protection emotionally and physically, but emotionally for women. So if men have forgotten this, not only have forgotten, they've consciously and intentionally turned away from this and then they actually turned on us. So they, they're role is supposed to be creating safety emotionally and physically for us and then they decided no actually we're going to turn away from that role and then we're actually going to turn back and we're going to exploit the people we're supposed to be creating safe when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try spaces up for we're going to violate them we're going to rape them we're going to murder them we're going to stalk them we're going to humiliate them we're going to um dehumanize them we're going to sexualize them we're going to objectify them we're going to use them we're going to manipulate them into sex work we're going to distort them all of these things that's what men have done and that's the reason that sex work exists if men return to themselves because they are you know the protectors emotional protectors of society of women um there would be no such thing as sex work because sex work is inherently on the exploitation of the sex worker of usually the woman um this is also why you see vulnerable populations like lgbtq youth in and and people in um lgbtq youth and people so just adults and children um, in sex work because it's the exploitation of another human. So populations that are vulnerable like women, LGBTQ populations, those are the people that are going to have the highest rates of sex work because it's the exploitation of another human. Um, pornography is the exploitation of another human being. If you watch pornography, you are contributing to and sexualizing and getting off on the sexualization, the dehumanization and the exploitation of another human being. And that's a really massive problem. Another thing that we kind of talk about is we'll say something like, oh, you know, porn is um, or, you know, is is empowering for one individual person right like for that individual girl she feels empowered by doing porn whatever okay so listen empowerment just because someone has a false feeling of empowerment doesn't actually mean that the thing is empowering you can say the same thing with drug use just because someone has a false sense of feeling good doesn't mean that drugs create um, environments that elevate somebody's real um, uh, 
happiness, right? It doesn't. It's a false feeling of, um, it's a false feeling of feeling good. And it's the same thing with this false feeling of empowerment. And on top of that, um, an individual person. So like if an individual person feels empowered by sex work that say by doing porn, um, that person is coming from a really, really wounded space, right? And that's not real empowerment. Real empowerment is standing in your truth. It's, um, it's, being safe for yourself internally it's knowing yourself as a sacred human being it's um and when you know yourself is sacred you only let those who touch you um others touch you if they really make your heart feel safe and you feel truly safe in your body it's an attack on our yonis which our yonis our vaginas have a consciousness to um allow people inside of our bodies at the control of men because sex you know most pornography is uh directed or whatever by men so just because maybe a woman feels she doesn't feel empowered she feels the feeling of um maybe um validation when a bunch of men are jacking off to her okay that's not empowerment that's you know somebody who is very wounded then feeling a false sense of validation it's not empowerment though right and so we need to recognize that we need to have discernment as a society as individuals we need to understand that just because something might feel good in the moment for that person say a wounded very insecure girl might feel um you know more powerful or um you know more powerful when um when guys jack off to her okay you know, that's valid. That's valid for that individual person. But that doesn't mean that sex work is empowering for women. It, it is not. It never will be. A wounded person is feeling a wounded sense of validation. That is all that that is. And that's okay. That's okay. There's no shame in that. But let's call it what it is. Let's talk, you know, be, let's be real on this so that we don't further this this massive injustice and this massive disgrace that we are allowing in our society for women to go through even we talk about or you know you kind of hear from Mia Khalifa and I I um I was watching a TikTok of her the other day and she was saying that you know she was super vulnerable when she started doing porn she was just a really really insecure girl and these men manipulated her um, they told her it was like some modeling shoot. They told her she was so pretty and she was really insecure. And then it was kind of like went from modeling to like porn and she was really um, insecure. And so because of her lacking so much safety within herself, not being a healed human being, not knowing how sacred she is, not knowing, not having a sense of empowerment, not having a deep connection to herself, all of these things made her vulnerable to be exploited by the sex work and by the pornography industry. This is most women that are in the pornography industry. So yeah, like if you use those women um, to then get off, that's just so wrong <laughs> and just just so wrong. Um, and and yeah, so um, so anyway these women are just you know for example Mia Khalifa she was just really she said you know I was really insecure and I was able to be easily manipulated and then I got into this this um, pornography and now I suffer from PTSD because you know everybody recognizes me and I haven't done porn in so long and I only did a few videos but they became so famous that and she has no control over them um you know, like she has no control. They will be out there for the rest of forever. And it's just so fucking horrific for women who are manipulated or even go by their free will into porn because um, they have no control over these things. And don't even start with the, oh my gosh, well, OnlyFans creates control. Okay, so then this is the one aspect that doesn't apply to that. Um, but it, everything else I said still applies to it. You still have to dehumanize and objectify somebody to consume that. And if you really cared about that person, you would just give them money. So just refer back to that. But um, 
specifically with porn, not um, on OnlyFans, but porn where you go on to like Pornhub or something, women have no control over this after it goes out. So for someone like Mia Khalifa, where she wishes that these things could go away, um, she has no control and it's just out there forever. And her sacred, beautiful, you know, worthy body and her sacred, beautiful, worthy soul is out there, you know, being sexualized and having these sexual acts done to her and anybody can watch it and anybody can get off on it. And that's traumatizing. That is something I wouldn't even wish on my worst enemy, even though I have no enemies, but it's not something I would wish on any woman. And, um, and it's just so, so sad and it's an extremely vulnerable position to be in. And that's why sex work is so hard. It shouldn't exist, but it's so hard for that reason, because the level of exploitation that you go through is unlike any other job. It's unlike any other work because your, your humanity, you are being objectified to another level and it's out there forever. Um, so and and even now, you know, Mia's doesn't want people to sexualize her and to um, view her videos. Right. And still people every day go onto her videos and dehumanize her and get off to her. How is that seeing her as a whole human being? Tell me, how is that seeing her as a whole human being? Because if you did, you would listen to her words and you would respect her truth and you would say, I respect her as a human being and she doesn't want me to watch this, so I'm not going to watch this. But we we don't do that with sex workers or with porn or with girls who do porn. And most of the girls who do porn that you watch, you're never really going to know their name. You don't know their story. Maybe these videos are from 10 years ago or maybe they're from 10 weeks ago and the girl has changed her mind. But you don't know that. And now it's um, out there forever and you're now consuming it. And even if she hasn't changed her mind, it still doesn't matter because you're still consuming um, you're still consuming her as an object and that will never be okay. And the only reason that porn exists is because misogyny exists and because women are being violated on a mass level and being exploited on a mass level. And it's really sad now that that we have internalized it so much that we now actually, you know, give our support to this exploitative, um, very unjust um, industry. And yeah, this is a really huge problem. And then, you know, not even to talk about, I don't even like talking about with porn about how, you know, it's a lot of kids and they're trafficked and then it's just disgusting. There's so much pedophilia and there's girls that look really young and that they're eight, they're like, the porn titles are like, you know, barely legal teen. Like it's just disturbing. It's every, it's wounded people creating more, opportunities for wounded people to get off on their wounds that's what porn is um and it also but oh I don't even like to um talk about all of these other very real things like sex trafficking you will never know if these people have been sex trafficked um you will never know if these people if there was rape involved in this scene da 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 but all of these things I don't even like to talk about them because those are kind of the easy ways out. It feels like because people are saying like, you know, um, you know, sex work, you know, you don't know if they've been raped or not. You don't know if they're sex trafficking. Yeah, that's really, really, really valid and true. But you can get out of that by saying, oh, OK, I'm going to watch this OnlyFans. Oh, I know this girl. I, I look at her Instagram. So I'm going to go and watch her porn because I know that she really it's she's OK with it or whatever. That doesn't actually get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is that consuming another person's sexuality as an object and consuming them as and sexualizing them and dehumanizing them and not seeing them as a whole human being to the point that you can actually watch them um, a random person uh, do these sexual acts when you know they're coming from a wounded space, when you know that they got possibly manipulated into this, when you know that the only way to do porn is to be disconnected from your body. You cannot be connected to your body. So you can't be a whole healed person doing porn. The only way to do porn is if you are disconnected from yourself, aka wounded. So if you're going to you're going to sexualize a wounded, hurt person, it's like kicking some when they're down 
That's what watching porn is. It's kicking somebody while they're down. And that's, and you know who the somebody is? Women. Is kicking women while we're already down. Kicking a wounded woman while she's down. That's so fucked up. Like, that just makes me so pissed off. Like, I'm not even going to get into it on how mad this makes me, but watching porn is you choosing to kick another woman while she is down. And that is inexcusable. It's just inexcusable. And, um, and, and on top of that, you know, there's all these other things with like consent and stuff like that, you know, um, um, there's no, like the, the real life implications of porn with women what usually happens is when we view these types of things, we harm ourselves, right? But when men watch these types of things, they harm us. So we have, again, less power, I guess, in this type of dynamic because we're watching, we're watching women get hurt. So then we're, we are internalize that and in, internalizing that and then hurting ourselves men are watching them hurt and dehumanize and sexualize women so then they go and do that to us and that has real life complications that really hurts us but it also has real life complications for the women in the porn like they're real humans too and they're having real 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 consequences like that's a real consequence and on top of that there's no like consent in porn so that becomes really difficult as a society like we just have no you know sense of consent and people are just like we especially ongoing consent like ongoing consent where you know you might consent to um you know vaginal sex but you might not consent to anal sex and so somebody and then a woman is internalized the fact that she shouldn't say anything and she shouldn't speak up and uh, da, 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 like all these things that are brought up because of porn um and internalized because of porn like to billy eilish said to be good at sex this is what women internalize to be good at sex you have to enjoy being hurt this is a massive internalization of porn. We actually have internalized that to the point that we actually believe that sex is like hurtful. And a lot of times we eroticize it and we don't even understand that it's not our actual sexuality. Like I said before, it's so bombarded into our brains that we actually think that this is part of our sexuality when in reality it's something that's been planted in and that we've internalized and sexualized. Um, so women believe, and most people don't, like I said before, they don't have the discernment ever to actually discern that, hey, this isn't actually my sexuality. This is something that I internalize. It's actually coming from a really wounded space like Billie Eilish did. And I hope all people listening to this um, uh, already have or do after this podcast um but differentiate between that and so you know women think that to be good at sex you have to enjoy being hurt and even they don't bring up when certain things hurt hurt them or hurt us you know we we um just kind of keep going we we dissociate from our bodies we um pretend that we're experiencing pleasure it's a massive issue we're faking orgasms we're pretending that we're enjoying things that we're not all of these things are rooted in the dissociation of of women from their own bodies which is a massive injustice and where is this played out the most it's played out in porn you know, the girls that we're watching on porn are completely dissociated from their bodies. They are just saying yes to everything. They're allowing themselves to be hurt, to be disrespected, to be um, devalued, to be... Um, to, and, and of course, they have always like intrinsic value, but the things that are happening are supposed to devalue them and then we're supposed to get off on it. That's the point. Um, and so then girls internalize that and men internalize it too. So then that's what they expect from you and then that's what you expect from yourself. So the the long the in the long run, what I'm trying to say or long story short is that it's extremely, extremely harmful and for so many reasons, but, um, but yeah, and it's just, it's literally just so messed up and I just, I can't even oh, talk about these things without really getting upset because it's just a massive injustice and just a disgrace that is, um, not only being accepted in our society, but also being accepted by women, which is really sad because, 
you know, at least us, we shouldn't be kicking another woman while she's down and exploiting and dehumanizing women. Um, but we are right now and I understand it. It's because we're just confused and we've internalized all these things and we think that they're normal and and they're just not. And also understand like, you know, watching porn, having all of this at our fingertips, um, is very new that we know we didn't even have computers a few years ago. Like these things are very new. They're not natural. Our natural state is empowered sexuality where you're deeply connected to yourself, where you're dropped into your body, where your sexuality is sacred, where you know yourself is sacred and you only share your your body with others who make your heart feel truly safe, where your sacred yes and your sacred no is celebrated. This is our natural state. You know, watching others be exploited and dehumanized on our computer or on our phone screen and watching in real time the dehumanization and objectification of women is not our natural state. It's very new. We can reject this. We have to reject this. And it's just not okay. So, yeah, start saying loudly, um, calling porn what it is, the exploitation of women, um, the exploitation of humans and uh, the commodification, the consumption of others' sexuality, which is completely fucked up to consume and commodify and to objectify somebody else's sexuality is truly a sin. When I use the word sin, I mean it's a it's a it's a grievance against yourself. you're you're coming from a very harmful space. Um, it is literally a sin to do that and it's it's just so messed up and um, and I have one more point I want to make um, when you stop watching porn porn is a way to avoid when you stop watching porn you're able to sit with yourself and actually drop into your body which is femininity like I said you can't be in your femininity if you're watching porn so when you drop into your body you actually have to sit with yourself you can no longer avoid by watching other naked strangers be sexual and have sex on screen and consuming them as objects you can't avoid your sexuality any longer so then you kind of have to sit with yourself and you can say like you know what actually turns me on not all these things that I've seen online and not all these things that have like bombarded me and internalized in me like what is my actual sexuality And then you can sit also with the things that do come up that do turn you on and say, is this an eroticized wound or is this genuine my sexuality, like genuinely my sexuality? And then from there, like when you stop watching porn, you actually have to drop into your body and be with yourself and not disassociate during sexuality and stop forcing your agenda on your genitals. And um And yeah, and then you can discover like, you know, what actually turns me on and you can get connected to your body and that's how you create safety within your body is when you're actually present with your body. We, we focus so much on like, you know, being present in life and, you know, at least in the spirituality spaces and having presence and breathing and stuff like that. And all of that is important. But if you can't do that when you're being sexual, it's all for what? Because that is sexuality is the space where everything is shown. Um, So be present with yourself and, you know, stop avoiding things and sit with yourself and see, you know, what is real sexuality for me and what have I internalized and things are going to come up that you've seen in porn or that you have, you know, an eroticized wound and listen to my old podcast about it. I think it was like three podcasts ago. Um, Things are going to come up and then you can get to the root of that and you can heal it and you can sit with it and let it go and you no longer need to eroticize this wound. You can sit with it and alchemize it and then again you can peel back another layer and get to the real, the realness of what your sexuality is. So porn is, you know, also just a distraction. It's also just a way for us to not be in our bodies and in all ways it is harmful, in all ways it is exploitative hold on my computer just like shut off I hope that that was like yeah okay 
So anyway, in all ways, it's exploitative. In all ways, it's harmful. And in all ways, it's um, dehumanizing and it's the objectification and sexualization of somebody else and somebody else's sacred sexuality. And to consume that and to use them for your own selfish desires, you have to dehumanize them and not see them for the truth of who they are. And that has not only effects on you, but on them and also on our society. So stop watching porn. Start you know, getting connected with yourself and really seeing what your sacred sexuality is. And um, yeah, start respecting women, please. <laughs> like, can we actually walk the walk and stop letting men um, control what we think is empowering? Like they decided that hookup culture was empowering and then we went with it. No, it harms us. They decided that porn is empowering and we went with it. No, it harms us. Like, all of this shit let's like actually do what's empowering and not what isn't empowering (laughs) so I hope this was helpful guys I'm tired from this episode um you know I need to go take a little break and a little breather but I really wanted to get this out and I hope this was helpful I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and thank you for, you know, um, opening yourself to this and also want to reiterate, we support sex workers here. We love sex workers and we want the absolute best for sex workers. We want safer working conditions. We want, you know, um, more resources and we want respect and dignity and um, safety for sex workers and there's no shame in being a sex worker and if you're a sex worker who's listening to this, I know that your job and your life is extremely difficult and um, and and I you know applaud you for um, well you know I just I applaud you for being so strong but I wish that you didn't have to be so strong and I wish that we protected you as a society and I wish that you felt safe and um and I yeah and but I support you and I love you so um anyway guys I am gonna sign off and I will see you guys next week next Saturday for my podcast all right love you guys bye you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with Viator Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.